hello. My name is Sharara Clark. You're listening to a Reno, Nevada local D&D show. We sit around and we play Dungeons and Dragons and we focus on the storytelling and collaborative aspects of it, which involve all sorts of crazy things. You've got monsters and magic and tricks and disguises. Anything could come your way in all honesty. But the magic really is about how it brings people together. It's about what you talk about, what you want to tell your friends the next day, and ultimately the story you're creating. So I encourage you to sit back, relax, and join us at the table. All right, everyone, Hi. you walk for <laughs> you walk for 20 miles out. Um, more of the same thing. Really beautiful, dramatic cliffside views and fields. As you are approaching, you see that it starts to level out a bit and become more lowland. And you hear the sounds of trickling water off into the distance. Roll me a perception, all of you. No. 19. 18. That was fun. I like that one. 17. Dirty 20. Dirty 20, even? Wow. Right on. Anyone with a 15 or higher, you can see this speck off into the distance of what looked to be a, an encampment of red ribboned tents with the red-white latticework around it and what looked to be ropes affixed to it and pegged into the ground. Off into the distance, it looks like a little miniature town. Of You see this quality, just variations of this, off from a distance, right? And uh, you can confirm the reports from Etta Allen that it looks to be a patrol of about 75 creatures roaming in and around the camp. Five of them appear to be on horseback riding around as well to form a perimeter. The creatures that are around the camp look like this, different shades of this. They look like they're wearing breastplate with a, an insignia of a red and white and a wheel in the center. They are attached with different weapons like maces, clubs, and swords, long swords. And and regular armor. Um, actually, more leather than not. What armor they do have, because uh, it's very expensive to make, it's mostly just the chest part. Their legs are exposed, wearing more leather pieces. Okay? Also, more importantly, you see that there is a carriage or a small troop of individuals. Actually, let's roll percentile to see it. I don't want to force that, but 50 50. 61. You see what appear to be a group of, let's say, four of these people who are approaching you on the road, your direction. They're walking in a, not a lackadaisical pace, but a purposeful pace. Like they're just walking mm. towards something. They don't look like they're just walking for their morning constitution. But it's uh, three of them plus this creature who is walking among them. They are... Decked out in an entire set of armor. They are decked out in an entire set of armor with a long, long, almost hoplite shield that goes straight up from their feet, straight up to their chest. They have a long sword beside them that they seem to be carrying without any sort of effort. And an entirely masked personage with a red red flaming sort of headdress about them that's just dangling from their hair like a Spartan. Mm -hmm. All of you may roll me a knowledge history with disadvantage. Actually, no, Carl, you may roll me with regular. And you may roll me with regular as well. Uh, Abaddon. 13. 1. 1. That person looks cool. You said uh, regular for me? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know what you should take. 
History. I got a 19 and a 20. Look at you going. Wow. 13. 13. Nine. Nine? Mm-hmm. Six. Six. You recognize this person um, from a flashback of your memory being involved in deadly combat with a creature who looked exactly like this. You found yourself fighting in the field of battle and hearing a cavalry charge and one creature standing in the middle of the battle doing this with their fingers, motioning for you to come forth and fight them. Yes, as you... As I was fighting this person? Just something that looked like that, uncannily similar to that. With the red? Mm-hmm. You hear, the, you remember the words, Mangdira, in your mind. Oh, and how high of a roll was it? Uh, I don't know which to count, because I rolled at the same time when you say disadvantage. Sure. But I got 19 and a 20. Oh, okay, don't, that's pretty high enough for this. Mangdira, and you're thinking, these are peerless warriors from across the continent in a place called Ubuntu. Okay, as they're approaching to you, you see them like uh, slow, like walking a little bit slower, and the creature with the mask has a sort of gruff voice. Hail, who are you? Want to speak? <laughs> I'm Carl Bunkel. Carl Bunkel. <laughs> I'm Carl Bunkel. <laughs> so I'm staying quiet. I'm just a pouch right now. Yeah. You're approaching a horker camp. I'm patting mm-hmm. the pouch. Uh, yeah. Under the Duchy of Red Wheel. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I can't remember her name. Etta. Oh, that one too. Um, but the sister. I can't remember the sister's name. Sure, oh. sure. Oh, um, well, you heard it. Delilah. 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 That's what it was. Um, <laughs> we... <laughs> um, We've been sent from... You just said it, Edna. <laughs> I always want to say Edna. I do too. Edna Maud. Exactly. Edna you look terrible in that, darling. <laughs> no, no capes. capes. I don't have a cape. <laughs> no capes. She has a cape. I have a cape. <laughs> I don't. Her cape is really long. <laughs> oh, that doesn't bode well. Oh, no. um, uh, yes, we've been sent by Edna from... Wow, my brain is blanking today. Salt merge. From the salt merge. I'm like, that's where we are now. <laughs> um, I know, I'm doing great. You're just flustered by your I'm so, yeah. We're here to speak with Delilah. Miss Horker. Yes. For what is your business? Would... When they speak, um, you hear that feminine quality, whatever that feminine quality is. Um, that is to say, there's a tinge of that. I don't know how to describe it. It's a little higher pitched. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Is that right? I think. Yeah. I feel like it's very gendered. Yeah. Oh. Let's well, we'll scratch that from the record. Higher pitch. No, it's what we have yeah. Yeah, to describe things. This, but with a bit of a sort of soldierly quality about it. Very no-nonsense. Sure. Yeah. Female Shepherd from Mass Effect. Perfect. <laughs> Thank, you. perfect. Thank you. Perfect. Thank you. Uh, Viconia from Baldur's Gate, too. Okay. Brienne of Tarth. Brienne of Tarth. There we go. Thank you. There we go. Now I got you. Sounds like Brienne of Tarth. Tarth. <laughs> Brienne of Tarth. It's okay. I can't talk Brienne straight Brienne of Tarth. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry. <I'm... laughs> I just said tee to that. She asked, what again? How does she write it? Um, what is your business? Mm, okay. You have a peculiar crew here. I don't think I've seen a flail snail this up the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is what it is. Carl, for the longest time, roll me an investigation. 
excellent. Everyone else may roll me an investigation. <laughs> Nine. Eighteen. Fourteen. You both realize that, uncannily enough, you all understand Carl, and people seem to be responding at the right moment when Carl stops talking. You're not quite sure if people are actually understand Carl. Or if they're just responding at the moment when Carl stops scintillating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. That's interesting. It's weird. It's like an off like movie subtitles yeah. kind of thing right now. Um, <laughs> oh, yes. Before I forget, what was it that you said I remember their name as? Or whoever? The, oh, for the role. Uh, Amirda? Amirda. Or no, Mang- Mang- oh, Mangdira. Mangdira. Yes, M-A-N-G-D-I-R-A. You know that between... You know that they're one of the most highly sought-out mercenaries in the entire world. That's their name? The Mangdira. Or is that like their group? <laughs> That's the group. And no one ever knows what their names are. That's cool. mm, that Do I sad. know... If it's okay to identify them as a Magnadira, is that considered respectful? You will have to give it a shot. <laughs> I will actually do so, if you would. Mm. Like, I'll say Magnadira and I'll bow. They bow to you. Cool. I did it right. Yay! Yay. 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 Like... But roll me in your character because you got stabbed. This is Abaddon, and you are listening to Plus 775 to Hit, a Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Come experience our adventures regularly on 97.7 FM KWNK LP Reno. See you when the dice fly. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I was just thinking that. That's the custom. They bow and then they kill you. <laughs> fake out. Yeah, totally. But yes, your business um, with Delilah Horker. She a- did not have anyone meeting her today according to the itinerary. And she wouldn't. But this is a rather tense subject, and I would prefer it only reach her ears. Interesting. Roll me a perception while you're all chatting with her. Nine. Natural 20 for me. 16. Sounds good. Brilliant. 14. All of you see it then, uh, and observe it, and note it, and perceive it. (laughs) I think he has eyes. Nope. But. There was a scarab on one eye. But um, (laughs) you have literally seen worse, (laughs) y'all. But uh, off into the distance, you can hear it and you see it. What looks to be several individuals who are kicking and screaming and being pulled against their will and being tethered up to what looked to be the analog of crucifixes no, in no, the no, middle no. of the camp. There is, so it's a camp that's a square perimeter, and cool. it has a clearing in the middle. There's a clearing in the middle, and what looked to be these bagged individuals, you can't quite make out their facial features or anything, who are being slowly pulled up against into the middle of the camp and being tied up like a crucifix style. As they are getting pulled up, they're, the burlap, uncovers and you see several humanoids of um, all of them actually look to be humanoid females being pulled up into the center of the camp what what, what happened to them the witches what is this creature saying Uh, oh oh um can't understand you can understand this creature? Yeah. This shell is... Oh, maybe we shouldn't have said that. No, maybe we Guys, this is, this is really bad. <laughs> what? What's, what is happening over there? We are 
making sure that a certain person is not here. Oh, uh, who, who are you talking about? We are under orders from uh, Delilah Horker that a person of interest has mm-hmm. appeared in town. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Do, do you know anything about this person? No. Um, they appear to have gray silver streaks of hair. We are looking for them. Um, they, Delilah doesn't give much to us. She said to look for every woman in town. So where then is Delilah at this moment? Because I do think we have a matter of some urgency to we do. discuss. She with her. is in the middle of the camp, uh, probably engaged in some personal time. Okay, because I think our message might be somewhat personal. Would you allow us to pass through? Uh, it's nice to see you kind of You have not necessarily given me much uh, reason why. I start like giving this whole monologue of everything that's <laughs> happened and just get really frustrated they can't understand me. Now it's happening. Like you see the scintillating shell just forming and you were thinking, oh my God, Carl doesn't talk. like, <laughs> <laughs> the glass shattered. But you were so convincing that it sounded like prose as you were talking. So they, you know, there's this big fight. He saved a bunch of people, and you just go through like the giant story, like while they're all talking and like crying everywhere and stuff. Little shell, like the flails hitting the shell. Is your different pet okay? He's fine. He's not our pet, but he's fine. Mm. Yes, he's just because he speaks differently doesn't mean it doesn't matter or mean anything. Out of character. And I step closer. <laughs> I'm gonna keep you back. No, nope, I step closer. As you get closer, they don't even flinch. That's fine. Listen. Surely, you understand the importance of what ears hear certain pieces of news. Time is of the essence. It would do, and I don't mean this as a threat, because it would do us a favor as well, but it would also do your encampment a service if we spoke directly to Delilah. Roman persuasion. Oh, I forgot. Can I give uh, her help really with good. my Ooh, scintillating show? Oh, yeah. It's like, like the sun beaming down behind you when she dies. Carl's having a minor freak out. Natural 20 plus yes! 6. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was... <laughs> she, um, the creature, the oh. Mangdira, yes. Sorry. Can I retcon a little? Yes. And oh. have my scarf over my head? As you're doing so? Yeah. Yes. That's- Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, they will look at you and say, I ascend to this. I will escort you to the camp. Thank you. All right. Well done. Nice. As you guys are approaching, you hear the sounds and smells of so much uh, meats floating through the air. It is the sound of beer as well and a latrine, a makeshift latrine that is just pouring into the river. Ooh. Um, you are looking around. We'll keep your investigation rolls from earlier. You are th- thinking to yourselves, ah, well done, Larian. Yeah. This <laughs> camp, as you're getting closer, it is patrolled. There are, to confirm, about 75 guards walking around. They are in several states of surliness. They look to be kicking them, like just kicking the dirt out of boredom. And they look like they've been hunkering for a fight in some capacity. They look bored out of their minds. The river here is tepid and brown, and you can see it mixing with the refuse from the camp. All right? Yes. Um, before we continue into the camp, I would like to put my cloak on her. 
Oh, are you Wait, okay with that? Hold on a second. Is that the cold cloak? Yes. Oh, so great. you're gonna freeze everybody around you as we're walking through the camp. My my coat is always on. Are you gonna move a little further back? Oh yes, <laughs> but I'm gonna put it on her. Mm. On okay. me? Yes, on you. It has a hood. That is who. I mean, I have one. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. At some point, you see before, right before you approach into the entrance of the camp, and again, wooden makeshift wooden. Actually, there's no wall at all. It is just them in in camp. Mm-hmm. But they, the Mandira stops, looks at you, and you all notice that they meet your weapons. And they just think nothing of it. And you proceed for, forward. Good. Roll me a perception, all of you, as you're walking through. Eight. Fifteen. Eight. Ten. Still upset. Eleven. Eleven. Fifteen, sorry. Fifteen. As you're walking through one of the tents, again, it's a mishmash of tents, probably about 20 of them. One of the tents that you see, uh, observe, Abaddon, <laughs> appears to have many, many crates to the front of it and a sort of gray smoke puffing up from the folds of the tent and outside. And buckets of this orangey substance peeled with peels of oranges and tamarinds and tangerines and lemons Uh and a bubbling sort of quality coming from the tent as well Mm -hmm. does this look dangerous um can you're walking with the bandera and several guards are you gonna ask something the alchemist Ah. Uh, (laughs) who who is the alchemist is that just dr sick unsight Okay. Probably not one we know. I don't know that name. But it's very interesting. He is on staff. He is paid for handsomely by Lord Horker. Mm-hmm. He is a wizard. A wizard? I thought you said he was an alphabet. Well, you can't answer my question. But that smells delicious over there. Oh, is your pet going to be a problem? No. And he's not, he's not our a pet. pet. I will oh, correct so myself eventually. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Uh, eventually you find yourself uh, going towards a resplendent tent that's slightly bigger and more posh than the rest. And you smell all sorts of uh, exotic spices coming in from behind it and a floral pattern of lilacs, petunias, mm. poppies as well. Mm. And the sound of giggling. Giggle? Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, like a horker giggle? <laughs> yes. Made a horker giggle. <laughs> Not but quite. It's, it's her, no. though, right? Um, it's, uh, do you remember that one scene from Game of Thrones when Tyrion was oh. introduced? Yes. That's somewhere to sound. I don't know. Uh... How do I do this for a 12-year-old? <laughs> Sometimes when two people like each other like like each other <laughs> they don't even have to like each other Especially oh that's in Game right of that's true sometimes when people find themselves and into... sometimes they can be related sometimes no! <laughs> when you find yourself as cersei no, I'm joking. Oh, why uh God. it sounds like people why did why didn't you let me have my spring sound effect oh my gosh that's i'm too, sorry that's too you're listening to Plus 775 to hit on KWNK 97.7 LPFM. Grab your spade, Abaddon, and let's get our handsies on some pansies. <laughs> Before 
before you get too far. Yes. So right now you're standing in the, before the tent. The elaborate tent. Mm-hmm. What is happening with the crucifixes? Right. As you're walking yeah. through, you can see burned. several individuals all with dark hair, and they look to be several states of age to them. Like one of them is younger, a teenager. One of them is a middle-aged adult. And one of them is, looks like it's just a range of women with the same profile, and all of them with black silver streakish hair mm-hmm. not unlike your hair mm-hmm. and all with a sort of make and model of a nose a certain sort of quality of skin and you hear them all screaming i'm not who you're looking for stop i've got a family and all variations of that only one way to save them i know kill everybody here oh that's not what i was thinking <laughs> we can convince the 12 year old to not. I like that you th- took that. Thank you. There is a twelve-year-old behind us. <laughs> Sorry, I will, I, I, I will not refer to them as such. Um, oh, that sounds weird. Yeah. Does it look like they're promptly about to kill them? Or no. should I be asking? No. Okay. Oh. Yeah, they look like they're just. Um, there's just a bunch of guards actually who are being extremely rude. Like they're just laughing and jeering. One of them is just motioning. Um, that one scene from Mandalorian where they punch Baby Yoda. You see <laughs> Sorry, Dude. spoilers. But you Dude. really had two to three weeks, so at that point, you're good. It's okay. I'm also. By the time this airs, they'll have months. By the time this airs, they'll have had months. Okay. Yeah. Well, Disney Plus will be canceled across the U.S. Oh, which I did too. Oh yeah. But, yeah. Bugs Life was fun. Um, oh my god! I spent a lot of time around rocks. rocks. <laughs> um, That's us. Yeah, that makes me super nervous. This is her tent. All right. I would please you advise to you to not cause any trouble. Want my ginger first? No. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Um, I was thinking they're not taking Salo. kindly. Maybe not. Uh, I was thinking either Sailor or there. I. You're yeah. Oh, one more thing you hear. I've lived here my whole life. I'm not who you think I am. That kind of thing. There isn't any way you could tell us who they're looking for. Yes, they're looking for someone named Lyrian Locke. No, well, I knew it was coming, but I didn't expect to hear the name. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> oh. You can understand me, but no. <laughs> I already told you, Lyrian did this. <laughs> who is Lyrian Locke? I do not know, but... Delilah says her name under her breath many times over and in her dreams. Oh. She cannot sleep, nor can she eat without vomiting. Good job. Without vomiting? Yes. Uh, the lady worker is obsessed. With this Lyrian lock person? Or? Yes. Oh, wow. We have went through... <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, oh wow. Sorry. We have went through multiple towns in our search why? What did she do? I do not Says know. Says Lyrian Locke. <laughs> well, I'm curious about it, too. I do not know. Um, I, it is not my question to yeah. <laughs> Out of character. Are you doing all right, Carl? Yeah. No, 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 I'll just, just be like mumbling the entire time. Like if they could understand, they would know the whole thing. Yeah. Like, just kill a couple family members. No, it's totally fine. We'll just say that. Yep, kill a whole bunch of random people. Yep, yep these good people here. <laughs> yep, but we really want to ally them with the Gilmarsh. <laughs> <laughs> You, you just you need to give me more time. If I had more time, it would have been epic. <laughs> 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 
Austin Powers? Uh, it was. That was uh, straight up Austin Powers. Oh, no, that was the that was the uh, dramatic answer. Dramatic. That was. That was the dramatic oh answer. Oh my god. <laughs> Let's just get the Panther in there too. Oh, I, I knew it. <laughs> okay, questions Wait, now. What was that laugh? <laughs> Don't act like you didn't hear the first part of that. What was that? <laughs> We're done. Okay, turn it off. We're good. That's. Oh my god. Super serious moment. <laughs> this is the game, right? This is, this is the game. Like, we cannot do that. Thank you, thank you, Eric. You're welcome. That's brilliant. No, no, that's perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, one more time. Lyrian Lock. It's not right now. Tell me when, tell me when. Wait, stop. Ready? All right. <coughs> We're looking for Lyrian Locke. Uh, there. That's okay. that's what we're doing. <laughs> Basically, everybody around us is like, what? Yeah, people are just stopping going, you're right. <laughs> so uh, I would just like to point out to our audience, we did invest in a sound guy. We pay him less than minimum wage. <laughs> less than zero. <laughs> but yes, back to the game. <laughs> I was like, no, no, no. Sounds like she caused lots of trouble for the lady worker. Mm-hmm. So does Lady Horker know exactly what Lyrian Locke looks like? Or is she, like, would she recognize her face if she were to see questions? Well, no. I um, mean, because, I mean, clearly. I'm sure she would understand exactly what she looked like. That's why they're going to all these random people and taking them. Well, but that's why I'm, that's why I'm curious. Because if she knew what she looked like, why would she need to be taking all of these other women? Isn't that the question? She keeps consulting a book by her bedside. A book? Dark, yes. dark, book dark fallen. There's but, this picture pop up. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. is where she burned at the stake. Oh, <laughs> no. No, no, no. We can always ask. I believe um, this is your cue. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to be looking for the book as soon as we get inside. I would say That's either you or I going first. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> you just see this flail scope. <laughs> He's like, what? what? It makes sense now, yeah. Um, so you're going in? Um, did you go in? Maybe, should we just go in together? Are you sure. only going in? No, oh, just us in first. Like the in first. Yeah. Okay. Before you go in, Soften if you look up into the sky, it is brilliant blue azure. And as you enter in, it goes straight into a red, crimson velvet all around you. As you walk into this room, let's do this. It is embroidered in rich fabrics everywhere. Poplin, chambrays, and hella distressed denim upholstery quality. As you're looking around here, there are furnitures, ottomans, and a big old double queen-sized bed straight in the center. And what looked to be a sort of like a burrowing quality underneath the blankets Mm -hmm. of one to two, three different bodies. A head pops out in the middle. Uh, (laughs) That's what the giggling was. Mm -hmm. 
And what looks to be a youngish woman with a blonde hair and a sort of aquiline nose to her comes out from underneath the bed sheets and Mm -hmm. says, ah, guests. Excuse me. Give me a few more seconds. And that's right. And you see what appears to be two servants popping out or two individuals popping out from the bed sheets as well. And she says, hello. Hello. How may I help you? Could you take that candle, please, for me? Uh, Just point talking to anyone. There's a candle by the lampstand. Take it. Just hold on to it and... uh, and you see it just start to light up. On its own? Yes. Roll me an investigation, all of you. It's you just a, got cursed. It's a little bead of light. It is 19. 18. 18. Uh, 11. I'm looking for the pop-up book of matches. So. 13. <laughs> we just made it a pop-up book. It's a cool picture. Oh, Thank like you. Imagine it's like, it's like I'll get you my pretty. Yeah. <laughs> Who yeah. got a eighteen or higher? Nope. Brilliant. <laughs> That's too bad, Carl. <laughs> um, it looks like a bead of fire. Not so much a candlelight, but fire. Straight up fire, fire, the purest form of fire. Mm-hmm. And it just starts to form on the candle of wicks. On the candle's wick. Um you may roll me perception all of you. The folds of this tent. Twenty. Because I'm a little concerned. Twenty. Also eighteen. As you do so, you see the sharp contours of this creature's face. They are devastatingly beautiful in a very classic sense, but you can see a streak of what looks to be a sharpened edges, not just on the knife that's draped by their bed, but on their demeanor as well. Joining us here on KWNKLP 97.7 FM in northern Nevada's biggest little city, Reno. And coming along on our adventures, this has been Reno's own plus 775 to hit. With your perceptions, how'd you all do? 20. 18. 11. 16. <laughs> you like that 11. 11. Hey. Brilliant. Um, anyone with an 18 or higher again? As you're looking through the folds of this place, the tents, as they're kind of just billowing from the wind, having opened the door, you see off, like, when it bends a little bit, you get this impression that there's more layers to the tent than there is. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. That's cool. Like, you're looking at it, it's like, whoa, it's not just that. There's probably something uh-huh. behind it as well. That's super cool. Okay? Okay. So. So, uh, what we're getting from this is Lyrian is going to steal this tent. Oh, no, I've written a tent just like that. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, the quality about it is you get this impression it's almost semi-translucent in a weird way. Anyway, mm. how may I help you? Uh, I have... apologize for uh, not being dressed. Oh, jeez. Oh. Oh, no, I mean, we're the ones who sort of barged in. What may I do for you? We come bringing news from Edda Allen. Regarding so when do you want me to show her the body? All right, we have just, a like, bump it out. Oh, yeah, we have a body. Not yet, Carl. We, we have it? How did you even carry it? Yeah, we don't... Like, it was... Are you serious? Did you cover it or no? Like, underneath Probably the cloak or something? Oh, sounds good. Thank it's, you. It's in a box, for sure. Sounds good. Yeah. Thank you. Otherwise, this whole... Yeah, we're like, going to retro... so different. It's inside the shell. We could drink. Yeah. I think this whole adventure, retro... Like, we'd retroactively start at when Mangdira saw it. But, yeah. 
Actually, even just the scarecrow interaction. Oh, body, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. How may I help you? We come bringing news from Ed Allen regarding your podcast. Edda. At this day, you start to stand up and start changing. Yes. It is not good news. Oh, I'm used to good news. A smile. I'm sorry to ruin your smile, my friend. Your brother is dead. Roll me an investigation, or an insight, all of you. What a pity. <laughs> what a pity. That's weird. Niner. Eighteen. Okay. Perception? Uh, invest- uh, insight. Excuse me, wisdom. Natural 20. Nice. Ooh, 22. You notice those things, huh? Yeah. That's interesting. How about you, Carl? Megan? 13. 13. Okay. You see a smirk form on the corners of their lips when they say so. And they linger a little bit on the dagger as they were reaching towards it at their bedstand. Dead. Yes. Oh, no. That's not good. You don't seem very broken up about it, but that's not my place to judge. It isn't. Correct. We... <laughs> I'm just a hyper nerve guy, though. <laughs> what a pity. We do have his body, just in case you would require it. Thank you. Yes. Um... It is a shame Salt Marsh effectively reneged on their hospitality. Hmm. If it helps, it was just one person in particular. Uh, what was his name? Benton? Prime Water. Prime Water. Correct. And what proof do you have of this? He hired a whole group of individuals to subsequently kill everyone in a single room. And your brother was in it. Interesting. Romeo persuasion. Like he fought bravely defending countless women. What you got? I'm trying so a two. I, I don't have any persuasion. Even if you're telling the truth, it doesn't matter. The prime waters are good to the Horker family. So give me another name. That's what? The only name I have. The pirates of the, the Crab Cove. That works too, yeah. Mm-hmm. He hired them. Give me another name. And you see a smile. That's all we have. I'm going to say a whole bunch of random names. But like, she just said, no, no, wait. She responded. No, because oh. I, I told. Oh. And he said I gave him. Yeah, thank you. She, under, like, she actually understands it. I'm like, wait. <laughs> uh, this guy named uh. Jim Meridian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. There's a... What Here's name the deal. do you want? A good name. That's the only name we have. Carl's a good name. Sadly, uh, even if you don't believe, that's fine. Well, so I identified that creature that was in the, um, that like dissolved. Can I give that name? We don't know. Oh, yeah, that creature did not leave any trace okay. of them. But roll me a perception, all of you. One more. Not really oh 18. <laughs> Another natural 20. Yeah. You're noticing you the thing. Right right <laughs> she wants, she wants Larry's name. That's what she wants. I know. As you're walking, as you're talking to her, um, you see, here's the deal. Um, you see them walking towards the bedstand uh, further back and opening what appears to be a compartment. And you see them produce a very dusty brown book. Oh, it's the book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on a second. So they're about to open up a book. So I think we need... Dinner time, sir. <laughs> 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 
That's wrong. Continue on with your story, sir. <laughs> what the last is so much longer than it needed to be. <laughs> what was that YouTube search for that? Like uh, I don't even know Masterpiece Theater theme. Brilliant. <laughs> you don't have that just like no. onto your phone. <laughs> that's like that's like number one whenever I bring up the, the phone, no matter what. She walks up towards a like a drawer. Open it and a dusty old tome, brown leather bound tome. And you see them open it, and with your perceptions, who got a 20 or higher? Lyrian Locke. Oh, goody. They've angled it in such a way that they're reading it, but even with the bead of light being produced by the candle, you see it. The book is writing by itself, ink and words are forming before it as they open it. Uh-oh. I hope those aren't my words. <laughs> Finally, someone understands, Carl. It's curious that you're all coming up so short with names. I've been reading stories of a snail of iridescent colors moving through the land. I've heard of a bucket of flesh moving through the ocean. I've heard of a creature, a little... Despondent, a little cheery, an all equal measure, walking as well, and a creature who walks as if they've never had a head on them. And if I understand correctly, someone with a little bit of a penchant for covering themselves up. They show the book to you, and you can see that it's writing as it is happening. And you see at the end, she says, a curious thing ended in my possession the other day. An autobiography of one paint inkwell. No! And I didn't realize how lucky I was that it turned out to be a Duggar's tome. Romeo and Knowledge Arcana, all of you. Right. Well, how'd you do in your Fifteen. Fifteen? Nineteen. Nineteen? Uh, Twenty. Twenty? You would have advantage on this. No. Okay. No. God, no. Five. <laughs> of course you don't know spells. <laughs> right. Anyone with a... Ah, it makes sense that you know this. How about you? Twenty. Twenty? Perfect. You've heard tones for some weird reason that conjures up an image in your head. You have an image of a magnificent library deep in the Baybowl Isles of so many books flurried open and so many monkeys just running around as all the books are just being written by themselves. And you have memories of that rumored place as well in the Baybowl Isles. Duggar's Tome are wondrous artifacts where the book contacts with another ledger, another piece of parchment, and all the contents that are written on that parchment transfer on over to that tome. She looks at you. She looks at you and says, a silly creature decided to spill out their life contents on this book. And guess who they described? The same group of people I'm looking at right now. Peculiar. They landed in the salt marsh a day ago, and the entry ends here. Hmm. He hopes his friends will be safe. I wonder what will happen at the end. So tell me, Lyrian Locke, are you underneath those covers?
You're listening to Plus 775 to Hit, a local Dungeons & Dragons radio show on Reno, Nevada's KWNKLP 97.7 FM. Stay tuned to see what's in store for these adventurers. Because this looks an awful lot like this line over here. And my friends, Abaddon, he describes Abaddon, and it says Pat Inkwell's like on it. He describes Sela. He describes Carl Bunkle. He describes backpack. All in ex- he describes your body. I'm just, like, he's a realist writer if you paid attention to him. So I'm, I'm trying to look and see if like there's anything where Pat uh, was able to actually understand me. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I thought he did, right? Pat does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he says the best jokes were from Carl. Oh my God. <laughs> but he says, what good luck that he picked up one of our blank books during the raid of my brother long ago. Who would have thought that he would have started writing? Who would have thought that in this big old world? But I guess that's how the fates work. I suppose it is. So... I'll ask you one last time. There is a Mangdira past this tent. There are 75 of my men and women at my beck and call. Mm-hmm. Are you Lyrian Locke? Are you serious right now? You know that, that has and to you be hear someone coming in, the trumpeter is doing it again. <laughs> the trumpeter. Oh my! She God. says, "Kill him." <laughs> oh, the trumpeter. Uh, I take. I lower the cowl. Uh, I'm gonna go in front of you. There it is. Yep. No. Can I cast something? Yes, you can. Of course, oh, I can't God. stop you. Oh God. That, that might be a bad idea. I, yeah, but it's obvious when you cast spells. Yeah. Somatics, like physical. Unless you're wanting to start a fight. Well, I mean, well, it's not. So, yeah, actually, go ahead. It is not. I basically, advisable. I basically just don't want her to fight you. I mean, the fight's gonna happen. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe she maybe not. Uh, is happy that her old family died. What do you want? Let me take a look at you, Larian. No. Will you at least cut down the people up front since they're not her? No. Why? Wait. <laughs> you know what I'm oh. oh. Wait, damn it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> can, 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 can you please uh, at least save the four people? Let the others go. Hold on. Do you know why you're still here? <laughs> Have you been having those nightmares as well? No and yes. Actually, that's me now. Like, what are you saying yes to? <laughs> My yes. short-term memory is yes, terrible. Yes, I've had the nightmares, oh. but no, I don't know why I'm here. Thank you, because that helps. <laughs> Boom. Um, just, you. Thank you. Goodness. Yeah, this session would be over if you said the opposite. But anyway, um, uh, she looks at you <laughs> and goes, um, I've been having them too. And I think I know why. Because you're still alive. Do you remember how you died? Granted, not many people can say this, but yes. How much of it do you remember? Describe it. 
I don't want to relive that. Well, I'll relive it for you. There were four of you on that stake. Four or five, I don't remember. Numbers don't matter at this point. Do you remember the fire? I'll never forget it. And you remember Horker looking at you, right? Daddy Horker? Your father? Mm Mm-hmm. I never saw someone look at me with so much hate. I was standing right behind you when I lit the tinder. He was upset. I wrote a letter to him saying, I think we found your daughter. What? But horkers do not share. I appreciate you bringing my brother back. And I appreciate you bringing yourself back. But horkers have one table and it fits just one person. And we do not share. Father was distraught. He loved your mom very much. But she disappeared after he became the Lord of Red Wheel. He was obsessed with finding your mom, and he found the next best thing, which was you. But he was too late. Because, well, you remember the rest. You were burning. It's easy to come up with calls of witchcraft when you and your sisters, she does the air quotes, are so brazen about it. People wanted someone to blame, and the four of you were a perfect fit. But you're alive, and the dreams don't end. You do realize that's technically your fault. It is. It is, but uh, I would do it again. Are you, are you going to attack Lyrian? I think I'll do something better. We're going to bring you to Red Wheel. <sighs> Dad is dying. That's a shame. Because <sighs> we're not going to let that happen. I think it'd be good for him to see a little bit of his old love one more time. If not in person, at least something that looks like his dearly beloved. You look like her. This woman, actually, despite them being that picture, they look much older, like closer. Mm. Probably about 10 years your senior. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. Um, oh, okay. Um, anything making, or anything not making sense right now? I'm a little confused. What, what are you confused <laughs> about? You're a Horker's daughter, mm-hmm. but what is this girl's role? Also a Horker's like, daughter. That's my half-sister. Oh. And she... So my half-brother was hitting on me. <clears throat> it's, it's a Horker thing. And again, no spring sound. <laughs> <laughs> and... Then she killed you. Mm-hmm. For the most basic of all motivations. Because she didn't want to share. You're the avatar of death. You should you should, uh, <laughs> you should appreciate <laughs> that. Oh. <laughs> she looks at you. You don't understand, do you? I don't understand your motivations. Before your mom, before Horker met your mom, he was a penniless pauper in the streets. How curious it is that Daddy Horker becomes the Lord of Red Wheel 
in over a whirlwind romance in what felt like just two weeks time. How curious, isn't it, which? You can't blame my mother's actions on me. I don't blame it. Thank you. We became fabulously wealthy overnight. Fabulously wealthy. But dad's been draining his coin, his influence, his power, his prestige, his reputation through the mud, searching far and low for your mother, for any vision of her, for something of her. And I will not let this family fortune go to the ground before that happens. It is far too precious to me to see it go to waste for some wench. Whoa. Okay. Oh, I just want to slap her. <laughs> but I won't. I'm going to, like, take a step forward. She doesn't notice. <laughs> it's like the hand flinch. I'm going to just take a step book. right there. Thank oh. you, Pat Inkwell. Or such a dull read, but an interesting ending. You think you're so clever. I am. As am I. So, how do you want to proceed with this? What are my options? Your options are you come with me to Red Wheel, stare at the face of a man who's wasted his life looking for death. Or you go your merry way. What? That's it. And yeah, you'll just let us go. Oh, I have no thing against you. Will you let Miriam go? I've read your stories. Ooh, what fun. Picking up trash in the water. Exciting. It was delightful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go. Come with me. Say hi to dad one more time. And then what? You tell me. He's dying. The fortune is still there. I'm good. I am, you're looking at the next worker of Red Wheel. With dear old brother gone, it's me. Mm, I figured. And just to be clear, you're not getting anything. I don't want anything. Good. Hold up that candle a little bit, please. I'd like to see my (laughs) half-sister. Awkward. (laughs) Look more like mom than dad. Maybe that's something we can agree on. So, let me give you some time out of character. This is a big decision. I think he's trying to say you're listening to Plus 775 to Hit on Reno's own KWNKLP 97.7 FM, Reno, Nevada. <laughs> oh. Um, at one point, Delilah Walker will also mention under her breath about we spent so many <laughs> trying to get over there anyway. You'll hear that under her breath. Mm. If I go, you'll be done hunting people? Yes. Romain Insight. Yes, you're done. And you'll let the four others go? Yes, we'll let them go. Alive. Yes, I like the way you think. Unharmed. Yes. (laughs) Clean. (laughs) Yeah. I have a question. If it's too much to ask. It is probably too much to ask. That's a shame because I'm asking. Ooh. ooh. Um, A smile. Why exactly did you even bother to kill her at all? Other than, is it just personal vendetta that you had? How is it that your father starts ignoring you one day? 
and gets a little bit more distant day by day by day. And all of a sudden you hear talk of a new sister coming. And you hear your parents arguing over it. Where did it come from? Who is this child? Where is this creature? And then you realize, ah, dad is now famous. Dad is now important. Dad has money. He has influence. He has titles. And it all came not from your own mother, but from some other creature. <laughs> Do you understand anything? I understand more than you know. No, I don't. Hey! <laughs> Thank God no one understands. <laughs> Carl. No more. You're going to let me live or not? You will live. And Dad will see the last vestige of his life before him. And that will be the end of it. I cannot guarantee your safety after that, but I will not harm you. Like, what else would be threatening it other than you? <laughs> like, maybe, does he have... Uh... Are there people with him that will harm us? Like um, people who are taking care of him, people who are guarding him? They will not harm you for as long as I'm there. What aren't you telling us? I know. I'm telling you everything. Insight check. Sure. (laughs) Six. (laughs) All right. Okay. I walk up an inch from her. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I walk up like super close to her. One shot. Hmm? No, I don't have fireball. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> so then let's describe it real quickly. <laughs> um, <clears throat> well, I guess not that close. I get up close enough. Oh, I just want to have this one moment. I'm going to slap her. <laughs> and then say I'll go. Sounds good. As you are walking towards her, you... See the candle burning a little brighter, and that bead starts to get an eerie, uncannily glow. And you'll see her stopping and looking straight past the sheets of the tent, and you hear her sighing a little bit. Oh, too bad. And an explosion emerges from the candle. Fireball! Not unlike a fireball. As you see her ducking through the tent almost instinctively. Roll me a dexterity saving throw, all of you. Oh man, I was going to jump on it like Captain America style, like a grenade. And we are in combat. (laughs) 17 as I hook into... What is this? I'm sorry. sorry. I used my inspiration. Sounds good. Natural 20 for me. Natural 20, you'll take half. I'm sorry, what is this for? Dexterity. Oh. Dexterity and the reason why um, as you were walking closer you can roll me a perception before that all that happened Larian. there's a reason for this 11 maybe not quite so hard you want my inspiration this is, the, oh, this wait. is just a perception to I see. have it no, I'm probably going to need it to live you should know as a fireball is going off I'm taking out my corn cob pipe and just oh, lighting it from the it. fireball oh jeez <laughs> I should have just said I'll go before I, think I did anything. Was what? It's a sixty-six. Yeah, no. Sweet. Eighty-six. No, yeah. No, no, definitely not. <laughs> I think I'm spacing out on this. It's a classic spell. Eight. Oh God. Right. Anyway, um, please pass. Anyway, otherwise, salt marsh. Anyway, um, <laughs> as you were walking through and you're getting ready, like feeling really good about this, you know, like, yeah, yeah, really yeah. good about this. You see in the folds of the tent, 
a sheer quality, almost like silk press against a humanoid creature. And you can see them like motioning in the back, pointing towards your direction at you. And you see uh, Delilah kind of just looking and going, just nodding in before the fireball happened. What? Does that make sense? Like think of a sheer silk and a silhouette of something in the back. You couldn't quite catch it before as you were further away. But as you're getting closer, you can see that past the folds, the black shadows, there was actually a humanoid creature standing in the back as well. Is she a puppet? Because she like did the... Sorry, I'm talking a lot. Oh. Okay. Okay. Man, oh man. All right. Only eight d six. Oh, I'm. Oh no, wait. I got an eighteen. Oh. Yeah, you're fine. Anyone who got a, anyone who got a thirteen or higher is Gucci. Not taking half. Yeah, you'll take half with eighteen. I'm so gonna be down. (laughs) So so here's my thing. Can I possibly? Yes. Cast. Do whatever you need to survive. Cool, because I want to cast. Um, can I... somebody take cover behind me? Uh, um, that's a little. Too I don't fast. think any of us were prepared. For no. Oh, I would have no. Twenty. But I want to cast shield I'm of faith. Prepared. Sounds good. I don't think. Um, perfect. Fourteen um, points. Told you. Anyone who succeeded, just fourteen points. A fire succeeded damage. fourteen points. Mm-hmm. I'm just a scratch. So take seven. Whoever I gave two <gasps> points. To their AC. Oh, right. So that's going to happen if someone tries to physically attack you. This I is see. a saving throw. Yeah, yeah. But we can cast that after this. How does that sound? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I'm curious. Cool, cool. Okay. Yes. Cold. Cold. It's cold. Sure. Would that help? No. Just Fair. Like it actually gets super hot and just ignites everywhere. But it, you're cold again. So you need an icy hot. <laughs> um, anyway, after the fireball envelops the entire room in a conflagration, you see that the entire tent has been incinerated, and all around you appear to be a gape, a gas soldiers looking at you in a sort of just staring in awe of it. And past the flickering cinders all around of debris, and the crackling flames, you see the silhouette of one Delilah and what looks to be another creature beside them as well in robes and with a maniacal, mischievous look about them and saying, ah, looking straight at Backpack, the pouch, actually. Number 21313K. Look at you growing up. (gasps) It's been a long minute, my boy. It's me, your dad. No! I made you. No! I am you. No! You are never there! I can't believe this is it, Delilah. You tracked my wonderful experiment down. This person is... uh, Let me describe this person. They appear to have ram horns for um, covering their hair. They are a tiefling. Uh, that is, they have a purplish, reddish uh, glow about their skin and a perpetual sort of scorn and disdain on their face. Mm-hmm. Like they are always having the elevator close a little bit too fast for them to enter. That sort of face. <laughs> okay. We're paintbrushes back. You see Delilah walking past the carnage and say, Ouch. Do not betray me.